0: Desiree Berg, and welcome
1: to the 34th. I'm Amy Goodman. Residents of Anaheim, California, home to Disneyland, are protesting after police shot and killed an unarmed man on Saturday. He was the seventh to die in an officer involved shooting this year. A witness told the Associated Press an unmarked police car approached several men around 4 p.m. as they stood in an alley. Two officers say 25-year-old Manuel Angel Diaz was among those who ran when they ordered people to stop. A witness reported Diaz had his back to the officers when he was shot in the buttocks. Uh, Police then allegedly fired another bullet through his head as he fell to the ground. Diaz was unarmed. Two of Diaz's sisters demanded justice for their slain brother.
0: And once they even shot him in the leg and he went down, they, he, the cop continued and shot him in the head. Like, what, what is that about? My brother did not have a weapon on him at all. And these cops need to know what they've done to us, to our family, especially my mom.
1: And we're going to speak for him, and we're going to bring this to justice. After Saturday's shooting, officers stayed in the area and were confronted by about 100 angry residents who allegedly threw bottles and rocks. Witnesses say police responded by firing rubber bullets, bean bags, pepper spraying the crowd. A number of people were wounded, including several children. Video of the scene shows a police dog chasing people, ultimately biting a man on his arm as he shields his infant son. Some victims described the attack to local station KCAL TV.
2: Started shooting and I was with my son and they, the dog just came. This is the man that was on the floor? Okay. Right. And the he man was on the floor and shot, room. shot, they shot with the dog. They just released the dog and I had my baby. And my st my oh, <laughs> and my stroller and the dog just scratch me with this teeth and then just grab me."
1: In a dramatic turn of events, on Sunday, Anaheim police shot dead another Latino resident. Officers said Joel Acevedo was suspected in a car robbery. But the circumstances around his death remain unconfirmed. Meanwhile, two Anaheim officers involved in Saturday's shooting have been placed on paid leave. Police Chief John Wilter has apologized to victims bitten by the police dog. But he said the shooting of Manuel Diaz remains under investigation. When an officer faces someone and says police stop don't move and they keep running and throwing and reaching for things I can't speculate what happened. We asked the Anaheim Police Department to join us. They didn't respond to our repeated requests Today, family members of the shooting victims will speak at a city council meeting, where the police chief will also be in attendance. The Latino rights group, Presente, has launched a national petition calling on the state attorney to conduct a full investigation into the incidents and others like it.
0: Tina Desiree Berg, and I'm speaking with Walker Bragman, who is a journalist with The Daily Poster. Welcome, Walker.
3: Tina, thanks for having me back on the program. It's a pleasure 100%. to be here.
0: I'm very excited to talk with you because you uh, put out an expose this morning that was hitting close to home for me as a Californian. It's pretty much an expose on Kamala Harris's past um, and how she's protected police officers in the state of California. But it dealt particularly with a situation in Anaheim, and Anaheim had been a hotbed of police brutality for quite some time. So, um, walk us through a little bit of some of the worst things that you discovered about the situation, and how did you get turned on to the story to begin with?
3: So, the I'll, I'll start with your second question. Okay. Um, it was during the it was during the primary race. Uh, I was you know, sort of vetting candidates. And, and uh, I stumbled upon police protests in Anaheim uh, in July 2012, where there's a pretty graphic footage of, of police officers shooting non-lethal rounds in a crowd of women and children and, right. you know, men, women and children. And, and there's a, a police dog gets unleashed um, or at some point it enters the fray. And that I, I was like, OK, what what is this? And I looked into the incident and it followed the shooting of a young man, 25 uh, year old young man named man, uh, Manuel Diaz. Right. And so the, I looked. That's that sort of that inspired an article in 2019. Uh, I think it came out in February 2019 in Paste magazine um, about how Kamala Harris's office hadn't really uh, looked into this. They There had been petitions. The city had asked her to look into it. Uh, into the, the shoot, not just the shooting, but the violence afterward and her office had sort of just not. Um, anyway, I followed up on it just by happenstance a, f- uh, a few months ago and found that the officer involved in the shooting had, had killed somebody else. And not only was it, uh, had he killed somebody else, but that was his fourth killing. Right. Right. And so that inspired me to go back and like re-examine the story because there were clearly things that I had missed uh, in the first one. For example, um, in January 2012, uh, seven months before he would shoot Manuel Diaz, uh, the officer, Anaheim police officer Nick Benelak, shot uh, an unarmed Filipino father named Bernie Viegas. And the Viegas shooting is... Uh, so, so that happens in a parking lot. the The police get a call about a, a suspected drug dealer with a gun. It's actually a Red Rider BB gun, like the, like from the Christmas Story movie. Um, and and so the cops arrive. They tell him to put his hands on his head. There are drugs in his system. He puts his hands up, but he does. He's holding the 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 barrel of the of the gun. He's holding it from the tip. And he doesn't put it down as he's putting his hands up and uh Benelak shot him multiple times and yeah that
0: was egregious is unbelievably egregious i remember that shooting
3: yeah so so that that was the first that was the first shooting um seven months later in july uh, Benelak and several officers are on patrol in, in around the 700 block of North Anna Drive in in Anaheim, which was an area under uh, quarantine because Anaheim was in the practice of doing these sort of neighborhood-wide lockdowns uh, called gang injunctions, which they would restrict the the movements and and uh, basic freedoms of people in those areas. And they had a database that they would add your name to if they said, "Oh, you're affiliating with a known gang member, therefore you're on this you're in this database of gang members, and then anybody who affiliates with you can be added to that list. That's
0: Right. The LAPD so, was doing the same thing at the time.
3: Yeah. So it was a really problematic practice. Yeah. Um, and the officers find Manuel Diaz under these conditions in an area where they say is, you know, it's a known gang area, meaning it was under gang injunction. Um, and they, they find him in an alleyway with leaning into a car and based on his baggy clothes and the fact that he's leaning into a car, they assume that there's illegal activity. So they tell everybody to stop Manuel Diaz takes off running. Banalak gives chase and outside an apartment complex nearby, he fires twice. Uh, he shoots him in the back of the head and in the right buttock. Um, and then does not administer aid handcuffs him and searches him and, and, and this was all caught on. This was caught on camera. This part. Um,
0: so he's basically been shot. He's on the ground. He's bleeding out. And Banalak, who is the officer we're discussing—that's the officer's name—decides that he's going to handcuff the guy and search him instead of calling an ambulance. Right. That's uh, insane.
3: Although help does eventually arrive, but he's pronounced dead at the hospital. Um, uh, this is Diaz is pronounced dead at the hospital. So a crowd forms after this, obviously. It's uh you know, it's a heavily Latinx area. They're people, they're very angry. Um it's a crowd of men, women and children. And by the, at this point more police arrive, they bring non lethal rounds and they respond with a show of force that is it's like a war zone. I mean the videos are online. Yeah um they i you know this is the video that i first came across it's the, the dog gets unleashed at malls yeah the dog became man.
0: unleashed a german shepherd i believe
3: yes and so so this 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 was shooting number 2 and after this there were massive calls across the city uh for there to be accountability the attorney general's office uh people uh presente.org which is a, a latino advocacy group Uh, gives a digital petition to Harris's office, says, you got to look into this. Mayor Tom Tate asks Mm -hmm. Harris personally to look into it. And there are conflicting reports around the time about who agreed to what. The city council asked the feds to get involved. The feds agreed to get involved. Harris uh, ostensibly agreed that she would get involved, although (laughs) Tate told the uh, New York Times in August, I believe, of 2020, he told he told The New York Times that she had immediately declined like the two days after. Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah.
3: So it's a little it's a little hazy about about what what actually happened. But ultimately, when the when the uh, Orange County District Attorney's Office releases their report in March, it it becomes clear that they're the only ones who seriously look into this. The feds say we're just going to review the report. Um, Harris's office had said in October, we're going to review the report. And, and that was, that was that now the, the little background here for the OCDA, they have a record of not holding cops accountable. They absolutely Um,
0: do.
3: Yeah. So, so DA Rekakis is, is notorious for being corrupt and not, and not holding cops accountable. We reviewed, like 250 plus incidents on their website of police shootings and custodial deaths. And in every single one, the officer was found to be justified or, or, or having, or not enough information to hold them accountable. So, so that's a little background on the DA. Now we also filed public records requests with the U S attorney, with the California attorney general's office and with the orange County district Uh, attorney's office. And we found no record of communications between the OCDA and either of those other two offices related to these shootings. The uh, U.S. attorney obviously denied our requests. They didn't give us anything. But the but the um, Anaheim uh, or sorry, the California attorney general did get back to us and has no record of any investigation into any of the shootings. And we also included the shooting of uh, Joel Acevedo, which happened the day after Manuel Diaz was shot, uh, another Latino man who was who was killed by the Anaheim police, which contributed to the outrage. No investigation into that either. Wow. So that's sort of where the story begins. Yeah. Um, so,
0: so Kamala Harris did not follow through and investigate is what I'm hearing. And I think it's important to mention not that only the did Orange she County, County not District Attorney- through said that the guy feared for his life. That's what they always say, right? The officer feared for their life. And it just doesn't, it's a meaningless thing at this point. They say that about everything, right?
3: So so not only did she not investigate, there's, there's no evidence that they actually reviewed the DA's findings at all. Oh, because they didn't, there's no communications. At between all, the, I see
0: what you're saying, wow. Between,
3: between the attorney general's office and the Orange County District Attorney's Office, and you would think that if there were a serious review given to those to the to the report, there would at least be some communication between yeah. the offices. So that that I found very troubling. Um, as far as as far as the shooting goes, um, Benelak said that he saw um, Diaz take something out of his belt and toss it over uh, a fence, and he thought it was a weapon, so he shot him but it was a, it was a cell Cell phone. phone. That's that, that was what they, they found. Um, And so, yeah, so that's, that's sort of, that's the first layer of the story. The, the, um, the deference to the district attorney is, is sort of the second. So after the shootings, we, we talk about the, the, the district attorney's office, which was at the, at this point, a scandal was sort of unraveling, a jailhouse snitch scandal. It turned out that the district attorney's office was involved in a systematic, the systematic use of jailhouse informants to get information out of people who had already lawyered up, which is illegal. And it was also involved in concealing evidence from defense attorneys. So These are these are two very big problems uh, with the DA's credibility. Now, district attorneys in general work with police. They've got uh, relate the offices have relationship with, with officers. So it's, y- you want another layer of review, yeah. generally speaking, you want another layer of review. And, and that just was not present in this case. And the people who signed off on the reports clearing Benelak were all caught up in this, in these scandals with the DA to one extent or another. In fact, the, the person who wrote the report clearing Benelak in, um, in the Diaz case, was was named specifically in this in this scandal, so it's 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 very problematic. The whole thing is just is super troubling, um, and and yeah, that 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 gives you sort of an idea of the report.
0: Um, I think what's also troublesome is Kamala Harris came out this week in support of the George Floyd Act, saying that she thought it would make it uh, make policing more accountable, more transparent. We can have a side conversation about whether that's the case with this act, but assuming that that is the case, it seems like she's turned tail now. Is, uh, so is it that her politics goes whichever way the wind blows and that she thought at that time that it would keep her in office if she was uh, tough on crime and, and let the police do what they wanted to do? And now that there's more protests going on and people are sort of done with that situation post Breonna Taylor, po- post George Floyd... Um, is that a cynical viewpoint or do you think that's accurate?
3: Look, I don't want to speculate too much about where where her politics are today. People do evolve. We know this, um, you know, and, and I, I don't want and I don't want to take away from, you know, the significance of her as a, as a political figure. Obviously, she's all she's already in the history books. And it is it is there is that significant angle to to her being vice president in the first place. However, I would say that the um, that her actions in this case do raise eyebrows. because the, So the, a judge would recu- a judge recused the Orange County District Attorney's Office from prosecuting a, a, a murder case based on the jailhouse informant right. scandal. Harris fought that court decision, tried to appeal it. Um, and was shot down unceremoniously by the, by the judge, um, her office would eventually launch a probe into the jailhouse informant uh, scandal, which was then closed by her successor, uh, Xavier Becerra. <clears throat> so, I mean, look, there, it's just, this is an example of how systems fail. Yeah. And they fail regular people who... who um, You know like this this could have been anybody's kid just so happened that that it was genevieve's son who was shot by by uh benelac like and and when when an an incident like this happens you want there to be some kind of accountability and just so often there isn't and it's easier to go along to get along in, in politics and these the ag is an elected position the da is an elected position so you know, I don't want to speculate where her politics are today or what she, if she would do differently. We did send an inquiry to the White House. We did not hear back.
0: So, um, well, all right, let's get back to uh, to the officer involved. So he actually went on to become a SWAT officer. So it was almost as if he got a promotion after these first two deadly shootings. That It yes. seemed. Uh, superficially uh it was not a pr- it
3: was not a promotion that was made clear to me by the by the Wait, uh how do they not and, see
0: that as a promotion okay t- tell me what correspondence you had with the police department on that then I'm so, curious. so the
3: anaheim police department does not characterize it as a promotion but they they did say that he was moved to swat <laughs> um which is an interesting uh move for a guy who's who, who by the way um there a, a a jury in federal a federal jury found that he used excessive force in a civil case and it cost the city of Anaheim two hundred thousand dollars that went to Diaz's family um so so there's another he's involved in another shooting not long I mean a few years later uh, he's involved in a in a shooting um, of an armed suspect in a shootout on the on the highway which-
0: that was in the addict.
3: That's that comes after. So the, so there's this shooting in between. It's the third shooting he's involved in. Uh, he's cleared. That that would probably. I, I love the dog.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Walker.
3: <laughs> no, it's okay. I love dogs. Hi. Do you see Mama's
0: busy? <laughs> okay. In 2014,
3: he he's part of the SWAT team that kills an armed suspect in a firefight with officers. Um, I believe that is, that is in the, uh, you know, on a highway or, or something. It's, it's, um, he, the, the guy fires back at the police. He's got a record of violent crimes, uh, according to the DA report. It's probably, it would probably be found to be a justified shooting given the fact that he fired back and that he, and he had a gun and, and whatnot. So, so that, you know, that happened, but then in April of 2019, um, he fatally shoots another unarmed Latino man, uh, and that is Daniel Ramirez the third. Okay. And there's video of this incident. There's body cam footage. Thank- Thankfully we have the body cam footage.
2: Hands first, Daniel. Okay, don't shoot me. Won't we won't. We didn't shoot the other guy, right? Hands first though. You need to show us your hands. Understand? Hands over the opening, and we'll do it just the same way, nice and easy, no big deal. Don't shoot me with pepper see, man. We're not. Do what we say, and you'll be fine. Let me see your other hand. Let me see both of them. Okay, one hand. There you go. Where we get a angle. Hold up. We're not going to shoot. Grab onto the side and lower yourself down, nice and easy. Okay. Gonna We're now. not going to shoot you, Daniel. Lower yourself. Alright, well then do what we ask. Lower yourself down nice and easy. Don't shoot me with that Work. Right? Daniel, lower yourself down and you will be fine. Feet first, okay? Lower yourself down feet first. Hold on to the sides and lower yourself down nice and easy. There you go. Lower yourself down nice and easy. Good. My right here. Okay, thank you. Now lower yourself down nice and easy. We'll end this. No Good. big deal. Good. Before I go to jail. Yes. Can you please let me smoke a cigarette? Please. Yes, we'll let you smoke can a you cigarette. Can you drop, <coughs> can you for me? It's, no. When you come down, I promise you, we'll let you smoke a cigarette before you go to jail. Deal? Okay, come down nice and easy. No big deal. The last guy was fine. You'll be fine too. Lower yourself nice and slow like a pull-up. There you go. There you go.. There you go. There you go. nice We're not. Nice and slow. There you go. Now get on the ground. I want you to lay on your stomach, okay? Lay on your stomach. Lay on your stomach right now. Lay on your stomach. Let's go. Good. Good. Okay. Okay. Back off. Back off. Back off. All right. Back off. Back up. I got him. I didn't shoot. I got him. Cover right. We're gonna go left got handcuffs. Let's I got hand to pull pull up to it? Hold on, I'll handcuff up. Hold on, standby. we got I got hand. Okay. Get right, down. Down. down, guys. Slow down. Cover. Down. Cover. Down. Cover. cover, you're
3: cover, you're at cover right. here, got it. Cover right. Um. That once again, the district attorney clears clears him in this shooting, but you can, you can watch the video for yourself. Uh, Ramirez and another man are in an attic. It's a messy garage. They're up in the attic. They're sort of, they're barricaded. The cops are like, you have to come down, you know, come down, come down now. It's only going to get worse. And they're like, we're going to shoot, we're going to shoot back because they keep firing, they keep firing pepper balls up into the attic. The first man makes it down without incident. They make him crawl on his belly. They handcuff him or they they zip tie him and they they get him out. It's fine. Um, No, no incidents there. Uh, But Diaz, uh, sorry, Ramirez stays in the attic and something at one point, something falls from the attic and Benelak, you see Benelak fire his gun sort of reflexively, which to me stood out. Ramirez eventually agrees to come down. He's pleading with the officers, just don't shoot me. Just don't shoot me. And they're like, okay, you know, just come down. You got you know, do this. He comes down. He's out of sight. They tell him, get on your belly. At this point, apparently Ramirez turns to run. And you hear a pop, a loud scream. That's a non-lethal round. And then you see Benelak fire, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. He pauses and then fires, pop a fifth time which you know for, for me that was that's sort of difficult to justify
0: mm-hmm.
3: if, if you're if, if you shoot somebody four times with live rounds and then wait a second and then shoot them again that's that's problematic everybody can watch the video I encourage them yeah, to watch I it, it.
0: So Walker also in that same video there's another officer's body cam where he's saying to he's saying to Ramirez it's okay the first guy came down he's fine he's safe you're going to be safe too you're going to be fine too So yes. giving him this false sense of that he's going to be fine if he comes down right before he comes down and gets killed
3: Right and 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 also I mean it's it's like a really uh it's a messy garage uh, they say there are the, the cops say they find loaded weapons two loaded weapons elsewhere in the garage but it's you'll see from the video it's very messy it's if it, you know it's it's very difficult to sort of navigate um yeah. but yeah the the just the the four shots in rapid succession and the pause for that fifth shot is to me look i I think that the state needs to open investigations into the viegas shooting into the diaz shooting and into the ramirez shooting that's sort of where i'm coming from that this you know the the tie-in here is that that it's all that that kamala harris is the vp that there's this that that this is an instance in which she failed that's in her record but i think that the bigger point of this article and what i hope people are going to get from it is that these shootings should be investigated they weren't investigated at the time they should be investigated now
0: Yeah, I agree. And we have a new D.A. in Orange County, Todd Spitzer, um, who is as problematic as the previous D.A. And he's also found himself embroiled recently in uh, corruption charges. So uh, and he has also been soft on uh, cops. There's been several instances under his watch where there should have been investigations. And he's came up with the same thing.
3: You cannot leave it up to district attorneys to to go after the police that they work with, whose work they depend on to get elected that just does not work and and look i want to say something else that california was the first state in the country to allow their attorney general to to intervene in cases and take them away from the from the local district attorneys that was back in 2000 because there was some recognition in california that there had to be an extra layer of supervision here but it didn't go far enough and this past september uh Gavin Newsom signed a law that requires the AG now to look into fatal uh police shootings which is great. Yeah. That's great, but it's it comes a little late for these individuals. Um and I I do think, you know, I, I talked to Daniel Ramirez's stepbrother and I talked to um Manuel Diaz's mother. And the the damage that these that that no accountability leaves behind is is very real um it is very raw for 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 people even 9 years later um uh diaz's mother still has a difficult time talking about it completely understandably and there should be justice for her son yeah at the very least there should be an investigation and there should be an investigation for into uh for for the ramirez shooting as well and the Viegas shooting it's it's very hard to, to watch the, these videos and just understand that nothing happened in response. Um, private lawsuits are great. Civil suits are great. They're not real justice. That's not enough.
0: I You know, Walker, I don't disagree. Um, it, this was an excellent piece. Uh, thank you for coming in, on and talking with me about it. I wanted to bring some attention to this because it sort of highlights the difference between what folks say they they believe in and then what they actually do and we have real problems when it comes to problems with corruption with the da's office and uh police that are just committing crimes because that's what these these are if civilians were doing the same things that these officers were doing they would be uh charged with serious criminal offenses so really good piece um and i look forward to seeing some more reporting from you on this thank you very much